Coffee McGregor, episode 68. Uh, Back. Please try not to hate. Oh, please. All day. Coming from coming from the Love Factory. Just a trip. <laughs> That's where you're at? That's where I'm at. I'm all love. <laughs> all day, every day. The Love Factory. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Love Factory. <laughs> Shit, that's, my, uh, that's my nickname. <laughs> listen. <laughs> Stop. Oh, you're a factory? Yep. You're pumping it out? That's right. I'm pumping out the love. No, God. Now you're canceled. Remember you said, you said because you, you said because, uh, you know, you said you haven't been canceled for a while. I think you're canceled. Hey, Let's just get it if, over with. If my, uh, if my coming to America 2 review didn't get me canceled, I'm all good. <laughs> it's too late. I don't even I wanna, I don't know if that one's. Oh no, that did get published last week. You I, good? I listened back to it because I listened to all the episodes again when once we drop them. It, it was great. Uh-huh. It was a great review. If you didn't listen, go back and listen. I you know I don't think I listened to be honest with you. Well, I'm a real fan there's of. Nothing, I'm a real fan of our show, George. George, it's hot outside. I just want to get that out the way. No, it's not. Yeah, bruh, I'm. I was sweating like three days ago. That was it. Was hot three days ago. It ain't hot today. Oh, what's the temperature? What's the temp gonna be today? Hmm. I'm tell you what the temp is right now. Seventy. Oh, sorry, seventy-two. Yeah. It's yeah, glorious see? outside. Um, I I would get. We'll get to shout outs later, but uh, in laws got me an early birthday present because they know I bought one of those weather stations from Lowe's, and it was like, no. oh, is it? It's your birthday? No. No, it's birthdays ways oh. away. But they they caught me that he. My my father in law bought one, and it's got the okay. wind thingy. It's got a temperature thing for the pool. It's got a, a water leak measure. I mean, this thing does all kinds of stuff. And what do you mean water leak measure? It's got oh, a, for the pool? No, you can put it in like your washer and dryer room or in your in your garage by the hot water heater. Oh, it measures like the so moisture it, in the it, air. No, if if there's water collection on the ground. At like any level, it senses water. It sends an alert. Hmm. So I was like, "Yo, you probably got a leak because there's water on the ground. There shouldn't be water on the ground." But That's water interesting. So I got one of those. Wow. And now I know, I know wind pressure. I know what's going on. I get, I get to see a 24 hour map of what the wind's been doing, so I know how gusty it's going to get or how gusty it was. So yeah. Okay, uh, meteorologist. Well, no big deal. We got we got wind coming in at seven miles per hour right now. In case you in case <laughs> fans wanted to know, um, the wind coming in like uh, California migrants. That, oh, see, I'm not touching that one. I'm not touching that one. Build it's game over. I was talking to my old boy in South Carolina yesterday. Turbines. That's where I'll take it. Should have, yeah, should have just built that wall across Nevada California border. Would have worked out a lot better. I would have voted for Trump a second time if we'd have got that going. Just so you know, um, I I said build wind turbines. I know you did. Okay, good. But when you said build that, it made me think about where the wall could be useful. <laughs> the wall would have been useful between Nevada and California. Oh, can you imagine if they couldn't move? If you were stuck in California, you couldn't move. All those people that moved to Austin and here. I mean, here. Oh my God, did they move here? So many here, uh, Montana, Wyoming. I was talking to my homegirl. We were talking to our homegirl the other day when we were looking at houses and stuff. And I was like, I guess I go, I guess we should just move to California, right? There got to be a lot of empty homes over there. She said, shit. She goes, I had a listing agent, had a house listed for 1.2 and it sold for 1.7 in four days. 
hold on a second. I have to, I have a dog that's whining for no reason. <laughs> it, hey, it's the podcast. Joe, now we got to manage dogs all day. Where's JD Gaff? In that, we're this is take, Dead Space. You can talk trash about me while I'm gone from the we microphone. We need JD Gaff to take care of Riggs DeRolian. And then what we could do is she could maintain the dog. <laughs> and then. Yeah, it's my bad. And then it's my fault. After the podcast, Gray can go through the trash can and find all the stuff she threw away while we were podcasting. <laughs> look, look, it was my fault because she was outside on Instagram and she thought the dog was outside. <laughs> but meanwhile, he was in here upstairs whining. He was at, outdoors. On Instagram. Instagram, I think, has probably been the biggest obstacle in my marriage. It's great. Get to you up. Uh, need Instagram to go and Real Housewives. Uh, who cares? Oh my god! I gotta go to. Th- I gotta go to therapy, bro. I love it. Uh, we, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, we're talking about California yeah. houses. Ridiculous. So it doesn't matter where you're at. My homeboy in South Carolina said it's blowing up out there where he lives, and he lives like forty minutes outside of any large city. He's in a smaller town, and it's just he says it's crazy. So I really, and I'm not. This is not professional financial advice or anything remotely close to that. I really feel like when all these moratoriums jump off that it's going to take a little dip, not a big one, but a little dip. And then, and then you're going to see like a second wave of people, just anybody who's got the money just swoop in. Yep. So it's a good thing, I guess, you know, it's kind of, it's good. It's good. You know, that that get evicted. It does. It does. Uh, the wall's going to hit some, at some time. I, I'll be interested to see what percentage of people that are snatching up properties now are going to lose those properties coming up. Um, it's not going to be the people that can't afford them because the people that can't afford them won't have them anymore. Right. Period. Right. They're evicted. They're done. You know, the rental situation is going to be even crazier once the moratorium is over. I don't know what people are going to do. Yeah. Build more apartments. I don't I don't understand. I mean, lumber's at a shortage. It's a it's bad news out there, bro. Yeah, I was I was looking at looking at uh, like lumber stock, whatever companies that provide a lot of lumber. It's weird. It's still it's still kind of you would you would think maybe if people stop building, I don't know. I don't know if new home builders are experiencing this boom as much as established homes on the resale market. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I'm not sure either. To be honest with you, I don't know what the I don't know the nuances of all this madness. We'll, we'll find out. I just know what's we'll, happening. We'll find out. If you want financial advice in, uh, <laughs> and on home buying and everything else, you can email us at we don't know what the fuck we're talking about at justadrip.com. That sounds about right. Just so you know. Uh, Thank you. During, we, we've, we got some episodes that are dropping, so you'll get to get caught up on everything Just a Drip. Um, I watched, there's a movie that I think Apple wanted me to watch nonstop and this is not going to be a long drawn out review but christopher christopher oh, walken God. is in this one and it's called okay. percy versus goliath i really thought right. there was going to be more into this movie because i didn't know anything about it it is the aaron brockovich movie minus julia roberts swap out julia roberts and then add in christopher walken and like gotcha I mean, it was, I really, I really thought, I swear this movie, once I was done, I'm like, man, was that movie like 45 minutes? It was, it was quick, huh? Yeah, it was quick, but it's about. That's what I like. I like those the, quick movies. The thing is it was a, it was a real movie. And since we do talk a lot about coffee, which is a lot farm based stuff, it, it is kind of screwed up that this dude 
was growing his shit. And I guess he harvests his own seeds and stuff to grow his wheat or whatever the fuck he was growing. Mm -hmm. And naturally, uh, when the wind blows, it will blow seeds yes. and stuff into other farms. Well, his f- and um, it also blows hohos and timbos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so his his fellow farmers in whatever state he was in were were he was somewhere in the Midwest. Yeah, he was signing up. So this Monsanto <clears throat> uh, was was uh, they developed these seeds that are. Imper- they're genetically modified seeds they're, that they license right. for use. And they're they're impervious yes. to Roundup. You could spray the fuck out of these fields with Roundup yeah. and it won't kill the crop, but it'll it'll keep all the weeds and shit off your off your crop. Well, apparently the wind blew it over and some of those seeds got got caught up in the mix of his seeds and they were trying to cancel them. And he was like, "No, nah, you ain't canceling me." And I went to this. Well, yeah. And, and the biggest problem with that case now, granted, I never watched this documentary, but I've read about it. This case. I just a summed the whole thing up for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the biggest problem about that case that I that I really had a hard time with uh, was the fact that Monsanto had carte blanche to go to any farms in any around any area where they might even have one license of their product at. And they got to sample those crops so they could then pursue litigation. Yeah. Uh, to me, that was just, I don't, I don't, you know, obviously government involvement with that, you know, all the lobbying and everything that helped pass that law. And I, I really, that really, really pissed me off a lot. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a no knock. It's like a no knock, you know, Ooh, that's or a no get, warrant that's a uh, shot. It's, you should have. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah was, anyways, I'm sorry. I just, I just yeah. remember reading about that and I was, I was like, how? How is this possible? It it really was. Like they snowballed his ass. The only saving grace and, and I guess the the movie. This is oh, spoiler I, alert. Yeah, I don't know how much is in the movie, but he, it had to go all the way to the Supreme Court. And a dude, I mean, who knows how much he lost in that time trying to fight this and, and all that stuff. But anyway, right. it was it, it I don't know. If you're interested in all that stuff, that movie was on there. So you, you that was kind of one of the cases where you know Monsanto they, they kind of put Monsanto as the devil it, really yeah people this is what it's why they have a bad name yeah you know GMO is bad enough but I mean you have to understand obviously that GMO has been necessary across a variety of crops and and obviously you know livestock um, to feed the tremendous population of the earth these days yep so I get it but when it comes down to those types of of just absurdly ridiculous uh these financial iron grips you know it's like it's 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 basically it's like hey gmo or or else you know use our product or else and that's kind of how they went with that we've probably consumed enough gmo where i could probably drink roundup and be totally fine and it didn't uh, i wouldn't try it didn't uh yeah oh that's a disclaimer don't don't drink roundup uh <laughs> wasn't there a thing that came out didn't roundup get sued for causing some shit who did not roundup the people who make roundup like farmers and shit i can't remember down. i don't know fuck that We're, i'm done with all that shit uh <laughs> i went and, i went and visited the uh new location for mothership uh speaking of local coffee roasters here in town mothership what do they have six locations now they have four 
Oh, okay. Wow. Right? They've got down they've they've got the OG over on Eastern mm-hmm. um in Green Valley Parkway or whatever the hell that is. Um Sunset. They've got Sunset and Green Valley Parkway. Thank you. Is that where it's at? It's just Sunset and Green Valley Parkway? Yep. It's off Sunset. Oh, Eastern Green Valley Parkway run parallel, huh? That was a dumbass move yep. by me. Yep. So yeah, they have that that old location. Obviously they've got Sunrise Sunrise Coffee, Coffee. on Sunset. They've got downtown. And now they've got that one on St. Rose, they, right? Uh, Public Works downtown Henderson also serves only Mothership Coffee. Yeah, but are they owned by Mothership? No, they're not. Canceled. <laughs> you duck. <laughs> they serve in somebody else's product. They might as well be. They might as well be growing uh, unlicensed GMO wheat. Ooh, Mothership. See what I'm talking about? Mothership's got to come in and shut them down. Uh, so this new location on St. Rose, I tell you what, they they pump some loot because. You know, we've we've said it several times. Greg and I come from a design background. Greg's professionally backed. Please. I'm just a, you know, learned by the seat of my pants guy. And the design of this shop is incredible. It, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful spot. You, I agree. You really, the, the time it took to develop the seating spaces, when you enter, you don't feel like you're in... Like vacant, and I've I've said that before, and it, I don't want to be cliche, but it feels like you're in a different spot. You know, I can see that, and because of the design, because of the lighting, because of all that stuff, it's just kind of a, it's a really cool vibe to, to be in. It, the other thing I thought was weird is I was sitting there with the wife because I went in there. I, I've talked about it before. I like getting cold brew from different shops all over the place. I was really, I was really consuming a lot of cold brew from Dark Moon. Um, but I got a growler of cold brew from, from mothership and I got their growler. It's got their logo and shit on it. I'll take a picture for the gram. Okay. Stop flexing. Uh, but it's nobody, there's no uniform in there. So people, I found that kind of odd. People get to wear whatever they want to wear to work. Well, that's good because I, I was sick of the old days. Um, it took me like three, four trips to target. At one point, I remembered never to wear a red shirt while walking around in Target. Oh, people ask you what's going on? Usually people, Where's old the- white women over 60. Uh, where are the electronics? I'm like, hey, I don't work here, but the electronics are over there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't work here. Go fight yourself. Uh, awesome location. Um, I thought maybe they would just maybe throw on like a mothership or a polo or something, but no, they wear whatever they want. Polo? I don't know something something that looks a little more uniform, so that, you know everybody there is on the same squad. But George uh, polos are usually associated with a predominantly white oh, male sport. Here we go uh, affluenza here riding horses. Uh, because of that, George, you're canceled. Affluent. So a polo <laughs> is the first stage of affluenza. <laughs> you're you're canceled by assigning. It's fine. <laughs> A traditionally gendered article. 15 minutes in, I've already been canceled. This is great. <laughs> uh, so awesome store. I definitely recommend you check them out. Um, What's that location again? Uh, St. Rose Parkway and I don't know, like St. Rose Parkway and right before you get to Eastern. It, I know. Yeah, it's it's east or no, I'm sorry. It's west of. Oh, it's no. It's, it's west of Eastern, right? I just know it's near the coffee shop or the uh, cigar shop I like to go to. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. I just know I looked at Google Maps and drove there. That's all I remember. I don't remember taking address notes. Anyways, yeah, Mothership, local shop out here in Vegas. Probably better than your local shop you never go to. 
Coronado uh, Center with Drive. With that being said, try a local coffee shop. Coronado Center Drive and uh, St. Rose Parkway. Oh, Coronado? Nah, I don't mess with that. It's a gorgeous location. Yeah, and that's what, what you got here, Greg. Was this? Oh no, did I write what? that? I don't. Have, that's you, bro. Wrong. And speaking of, I have something to say to you after you after you talk about this that nobody wants to hear. What? Talk about what? Talk about whatever you got next on oh, the list. I was here. doing some. Christy wanted to do some gardening. Oh, oh, wifey, there. This we should have been able to just dig this up and get rolling. I get into it. We got a couple of little small tree, like little trees that I'd cut down, but I never really got rid of the stump. These trees grew over the damn PVC pipe for the gardening. And mm-hmm. I busted out the Sawzall because I'm a dad and a man. And mm-hmm. I even, I let Christy try to Sawzall her way through. She was Sawzalling it up? Yep. Got the glasses on, got the gloves on. She was going after it. Remember what Todd said. If in, if, if somebody owns a Sawzall, you're going to know because they go try to bust it out for everything. Oh, yeah, I did. Well, I did. And so I found the one PVC pipe. And, mm-hmm. and I'm all right, cool. I'm good. I see it. I'm not going to hit it. So... <laughs> <laughs> Sure enough, I go to cut through this damn <laughs> and there's a second PVC pipe for another valve and I went right through it. So, of course, I have I have the the for for any, you know, anybody out there that's trying to do their own stuff in their house. Uh, I had the pipe replacement. I didn't have the couplers. So now I got to run a Lowe's. So a 10 minute job probably took a total of two and a half hours. Of everything, but we got everything planted. I know how that goes. I put in the dripper system. We're all good. We're all good there. So it's good. Okay, and it looks great. It Ooh. looks it looks way cleaner than it did. It did. That being said, um, you know, since you got all these tools, you want to come over and help me fix up some busted sprinkler pipes over here. You need help? I'm 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 pretty good at. Yeah, it. I do need. I got all the cement. No, I do need some help. It's uh, listen. No, no shit. It's been about thirty years since I fixed a busted pipe. Oh yeah, I'm so. good at. It. I fixed several. <laughs> I'm a pipe layer by trade. So I need some help. Oh God! Okay, I can come over. Can't, I can come cancel. over. That's strike, bro. You're on strike three already. Hey, Love Factory Pipeline. That's you know, that's what. I oh do. my God! It, it, the downloads were down last week. Now they're going to go oh, down another fifty percent this week. Uh, oh, and then God. just just to round out my week because you know I do stuff. I know you say you never have anything going on. Uh, well, I'm scared. The masks are gone, Greg. The massacre gone. As this is arguable, George. We had a short discussion yesterday gone, over lunch because that's what real G's do. They hang out. They're actual friends. They see each other in person. Gregor, you should try it sometime. The, it is it is a glorious, glorious uh, day. It's been, what has it been, like a year of these masks? Yeah, something like that. You and I met for lunch yesterday, and the lady, <laughs> our, where we were sat from the front door was like 20 feet. And we Uh-oh. we had this convo. Oh, there you go. It was like, it was like, I, I'm I'm not the kind of person. If you tell me to put it on, because I keep it in my back pocket now, just in case. Right. Just in case they flex, be like, yo, you need to put your mask on. You keep it in your wallet. Yep. <laughs> so the lady, the lady's like, oh, please put your mask on. I'm not going to do the the accent because I definitely get canceled for that. Uh, and well, you're can- I'm canceling you preemptively for thinking about the accent. That's fine. Uh, so we, Greg swoops his up cause he already had it on around his neck. I, he's got the, just the dripper. And then I put, I put my mask on. We walk in 20 feet, sit down. It wasn't even 20 feet, yet. bro. It was like 12, 10. We sit down, boom, mask come off. So that whole time you safe for like 12 feet. 
10 feet. I told you before I met up with you, I was at, uh, I was going to Whole Foods. Saw a disgruntled old white dude walking ahead of me. He's probably in his mid 60s. I was like, uh oh. And so, you know, I get like 10 feet from the door. I get my mask out, start putting it on because, you know, Whole Foods, you just got to think with your head. That's a liberal corporation. You got to be careful. I mask up. Dude in front of me was like, I ain't putting a mask on. You could just tell. Lady says, excuse me, sir. Do you have a, a mask you can use? He says, well, the CDC says. I said, oh, this, this guy came ready to tell everybody that he encounters today what the CDC says. I don't, don't CDC my, me. I'm, you just I'm need not, to stop reading headlines and I'm understand the situation. But uh, look, on, hey, on. masks are gone. I think that's great. A uh, great number of people are vaccinated. I think that's great. Uh, Anthony messaged me last week. He's like, you vaccinated yet? I said, no, not yet. He goes, you let George get to you, huh? <laughs> I got blamed? I promise you. <laughs> you let, what? He must have been talking to Todd. <laughs> let George get to you. Why am I, why am I the de facto Republican? That's crazy. Man, well, you kind of, I, I don't, I, let's see. Actually, I do know some, Earl's, Earl's conservative. Yeah. He, I wouldn't say he, you know, he's not far right. Earl's conservative though. I would say middle right. I wouldn't, I'm not, I'm not going any rallies. I could tell you that. No, I don't mess, I don't mess with nobody far anything. No. Because then you get lost on me. So, yeah, unless you far into coffee. Man, I got to text this dude. Talking that mess. I was laughing so hard when he said that. Crazy old Brit. Um, <clears throat> But I like it now. Because now, you know what? I realize this is an attention piece. Well, why aren't you vaccinated? I don't know. You know, I don't know. Keep you asking. That is a personally that that is a that is a uh, like a really hard question you're asking there. Like, oh, you're not vaccinated. Like, it used to be back in the day, you don't talk about who you vote for and shit like that. It's, it ain't like no. oh, I know. You can you can tell <laughs> you can tell who voted for who by who doesn't have a mask on walking around. It is pretty interesting, right? If I if I'm not vaccinated yet, if I make a choice to not get vaccinated soon, then I will automatically be categorized 100%. as far right conspiracy theorist. Look at what he said. That's just what it is. Yeah. So, I, I, look, anybody here listening to the podcast, I'll tell you my concerns. My concerns are long term effects. Long term effects from a short term creation. Yeah. I'm just. I'm just not comfortable. I'm not saying I'm not going to get vaccinated soon. I'm just saying I'm in my mind if I do not get vaccinated soon, that's the reason why. Give me version, you know, just like when your software rolls out and it's buggy. Give me version, you know, 1.9.1.786. I agree with you. Let's get out of beta before we start pumping everybody. <laughs> I mean, you know, George, enough about the world. Yeah. Um, I have one more thing to say, oh, and this might get me canceled, but it won't get me canceled by anybody who listens to this podcast. Um, do you listen to the new J. Cole album? I have not. No. Is it phenomenal? No, I don't think so. I, I thought I think his interlude that he put out as a single was the dopest song on the whole album. Ooh, that can't be good. I'm just I'm offended that I know this isn't a music podcast but I just wanted to ask you if you listen to it I got to I did that that I'm still I can't tell you how many times I put that Freddie Gibbs album on rotation in the car it's so good I I feel like 2021 will be Freddie's year I thought last year was his year 
I can't believe I listened to the Nas album. The Nas album's not bad, but it no. ain't it ain't Freddie Gibbs album. The whole no. vibe of that album from Tight and oh, I love the thought that was put into the whole vibe of the album. It's not ten or twelve different songs. I feel like someone said, "All right, this is going to be the mood," and then they they built the album based on the mood of the album. I don't want to say. Well, you know like, who that was. What, you, you talking about Alfredo? Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, it was Alchemist. Okay. Like, the dude is one of the production greats, right? Of the 2000s. Phenomenal. All the all the bluesy, jazzy, like, yeah. tones and stuff of the whole thing. I loved it. I loved it. It's- I think all, all of Alchemist's projects are pretty damn solid. It's He's an amazing producer. It was good. Um. Speaking of real quick, I want to bring this up and this is again, not coffee related, but it's really interesting. I was watching uh, drink champs, Nori. Oh, okay. He had a uh, MC search from third base really? on there. And so he's talking to MC search and um, he's like, Hey, whatever happened with, uh, you know, like that beef that Jay and Nas had. And then Jay said, you know, I know he goes, um, I know who I paid then you was getting fucked. Then I know who I paid then Searchlight publishing cause Searchlight publishing is, uh, MC Search's company. So uh, Search goes on to say, he goes, he goes, let me tell you a little something interesting about that. Nas, um, Jay-Z's camp reached out to Nas, asked him about the uh, using the sample, um, I'm out for presidents to represent me. Because yeah. that's the hook that Jay uses in the song, right. in Dead Presidents. And um, they said, okay, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll license it, but you know, we want to, we want a piece of the song. So I, he says something like they paid $2,500 for the sample, but got 25% of the publishing on that song. Wow. And so he says, he goes, so the interesting thing is after all that beef to this day, Nas owns a small percentage of Jay-Z's catalog and not vice versa anywhere else. And I was like, that's really interesting when you think about all the beef going back and forth. And Nas owns 25% of the publishing on that song. But you said catalog. That's one song. Yeah, but a percentage of a catalog. That's what he was saying. Gotcha. But he owned the fact that Nas owns a piece of a J song is pretty interesting. That is interesting. With all that beef that went on with them for so many years. You know what I'm saying? And obviously they're cool now. But I thought that was a really interesting piece of hip hop history right there. Isn't that reasonable doubt? Yep. First album. So, man, that's, look, I'll tell you right now, that's like, that's the top fiver. That's one you could throw on. There's one song I that agree. I don't like on that album. There's a, And not that I don't like it, I just skip over it every time. Which one? Don't say 22 twos, because I like that song. I'm interested in what this could be. I mean, you know, a lot of people go on to, there's a lot of people that like Jaws, Jaws Jay's middle career catalog. Uh, and I mean, it's good, but I just think Reasonable Doubt was hands down his best effort mm, i'd have to listen again uh, uh, i don't really know what the evils you listening to the whole album you ain't skipping nothing fam i listen yeah man it might be the 22 song it might be the 22 uh, twos. when the lady gets on mm-hmm. hold up hold up that's why our people can't have nothing <laughs> that's great all right george you ready for this coffee please i've been ready uh I got a message from an, oh. an old friend of Gregor's and then 
I guess Dave and I became friends through Gregor <laughs> because I can't remember what day he said. He said, I can't really get a hold of Greg. I said, don't worry. He don't answer his phone. So <laughs> so he hits me up and he goes, Hey, I got you guys some coffee. I really like, and you know, I'm going to, I'm going to send you a couple of bags from, from it. Does he live in VA? Uh, yes. So, so Western, he, Western VA, not to be confused with West Virginia, but not too far from the border. So he's like, I'm going to send you a couple bags. Let me know your address. Um, I don't know. I know Gregor was in the process of moving. So I want to make sure these make it to a location. I'm like, yeah, no problem. Here's my, here's my address, all that stuff. We, we met, or I met Dave for the first time when you and him were starting design drip, which I think was a phenomenal idea. Uh, was it, what was the name? Beat? What was the name of the coffee shop? Is that the Beat Coffee House? Yeah. Beat Coffee House. And I was, I drew a blank when I was doing my shout outs earlier. Um, awesome concept and, and a really cool coffee shop. Anyway, Dave, Dave's like, he's, he's been posting about coffee on his Instagram. I don't know if you noticed he's doing a, this it, dude, it looks he is something like else. Chemex. He's still in our format. Yeah. I think he's got a Chemex that he's, that he's doing pour overs with. Mm-hmm. on his on his deal so he he sent us a couple of bags uh this week we're doing coffee from Bo- broad porch coffee company um, hmm. they are they are located in harrisonburg va um and oh cool yeah part, that's that's where he lives i guess the sounds cool, familiar the cool part about maybe this, i shouldn't have put out his business where he lives uh yeah i was I mean, just kidding he don't he don't live there Okay, <laughs> no, it's a small city. <laughs> um, one of the things I saw is, you know, Patika in Austin, the little coffee shop yes. we went to for three years in a row for going south yes. and southwest. They have their own portable uh, trailer. I put a little picture of it in the notes. Oh, okay. Um, but they do have their Let own little coffee at. trailer, which I thought was pretty cool. Ah, uh, I see it now. It looks like an old school, like 1968 camper, right? You it could does. tow it with a station wagon. It does. Interesting, and, and they got a few other a few other picks on their site, but I thought that was cool. I mean, that that was the, one of the cool things about South by Southwest is there was no lack of of you know coffee or food or anything. Uh, that downtown, uh, just the drip, like, broadcasting live from South by Southwest 2022. Mm, I'm down with that. No mask, no mask. <laughs> it's Texas, it ain't no mask. <laughs> uh, so this coffee is coming at you from uh, it's is a Burundi. Uh, the region is Kirimiro. Kirimiro. I love when you have to try to pronounce it. Yeah. This is a light roast. And just like your skateboard game, it is washed. So <laughs> I went I went on the website to try and find the mazels. And yeah. there's not to be found. I well, let's see. Oh. I'm looking at Burundi. Well, I'm looking at Burundi right now. Um, it is in Africa, obviously, uh, just on the eastern border of the Congo. All y'all from Africa. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to get a general sea level thing here, and it's just not getting. I guess there's no sea level in Burundi. So, anyways, continue. Uh, so this is go back to my notes here. Uh. Like I said, wash process. I went online. You can still get this bag online if you want to. Twelve fifty um, for. Let me go here real quick. Sorry, 
uh, for shit. It's on the bag. Uh, 340 grams, 12 ounces of coffee. Hmm. And, uh, it's been proudly roasted in Virginia since 2014. Uh, again, I'm impressed. Is, 12, 1250. Yeah. Jeez. That is, that is a reasonable. And, and once we get into the review, that is an incredible price for the taste. Harrisonburg, yeah, that sounds like a very affordable city if this is a, at all a reflection of the cost of living. And the tasting notes of this coffee say tropical fruit and honeysuckle. So, Greg, what, would you want to, I'll let you break down. Oh, I'm going first here? Yep, you're going right. first. So, it's funny. I did look at your notes earlier because um, I cheat on tests. Um. I didn't really smell the nose out of the bag. I wasn't even thinking about it. I was just trying to get coffee made this morning. Rookie. But as I was brewing, that sweet chocolate marshmallow scent that came out of there was unreal. I was actually kind of like, what? Um, beautiful roast on the beans, obviously, too. Um, Taste-wise, this is where it gets tricky for me. And I'm going to have to be that guy and get a little generic uh, with these tasting notes. It says it's tropical fruit and honeysuckle. Now, we might live in the desert, but where I grew up downtown, there were honeysuckle bushes everywhere. And um, we used to take that little stem out of the honeysuckle and just we'd pull them out of every damn flower across every bush we came across. And what'd you do to it? Watch a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What I did to it was I said... uh, Where's George Wilson's mom at? Oh, here we go. Now we talk about it. Help me out with this. So I know honeysuckle. That is delicious. All right. I'm just going to put it out there. Sure, 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 sure. It's also a very, very delicate flavor. Um, I'm not sure honeysuckle is being communicated in this cup. Um, that being said, it's weird to try to subscribe to a tropical fruit flavor in here, but I guess I could say there's a generic tropical fruit right when we say tropical fruit what are we talking about are we talking about guava are we talking about coconut are we talking about pineapple like i don't know what tropical encapsulates um i guess anything that w- a fruit that would grow near the equator right hawaiian between the punch. tropic of cancer and huh hawaiian punch yeah it doesn't taste like hawaiian punch no think. it doesn't it doesn't at all but you said tropical fruit that's what i think but i think there is a yeah, i think there is definitely a generic um fruit quality to it and not generic in the means of cheap but um, with a sweetness that I don't think can be attributed to anything like a berry. Um, like, you know, we taste in a lot of the Ethiopians. This is definitely a sweetness that would be attributed to maybe a type of melon. Um, See that? There's chocolate that's hanging in there. It's, and I know that always sounds generic, but when that, with that smell, when you smell that marshmallow and chocolate flavor out of the brew, um, that chocolate really sticks with you. And I think it hangs in the cup throughout. It's got an amazing body to it, um, you know, great mouthfeel, mm. beautiful color. I think this is a really good brew. I'm shocked it's only twelve fifty. To be honest with you, I'd expect this to be eighteen, twenty, twenty five dollar bag. Yep. Um, the acidity level is balanced. I don't think there's any um, shock of bitterness. There's the acid that is there. I think is very soft and it's complemented by the chocolate and the, uh, the you know, the 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 subtler melonish flavor that's going on in there. Uh, this is a damn good coffee. I never even heard of broad porch. So like, I'm excited to 
be put on, obviously, in a small, yeah. small ass town that, you know, nobody even knows where it's at, except for the kids that go to college there, probably, and the people that work there. Um, this is awesome. Yeah. It's a great cup of coffee. I wanted when I when I first poured it, and again, keeping honeysuckle, because I saw honeysuckle, I was like, oh damn, this is gonna be fire. Yeah. And so there was an initial disappointment that I didn't get that. And I said, let me cool, let me let it cool down and I'll come back to it. Um, I drank a cup, you know, room temperature later, um, right when we started the podcast. And I still wasn't getting that. Uh, the fruit flavor was definitely shining through a lot more um, with it being cooler. But this is also a cup where when it is hot, those those fruit qualities aren't as perceptible. But that chocolate is really stand out. So I was impressed that this was a cup that while, you know, coming straight off the brew, um, usually it, a lot of coffees are just flat and there's an, an acidity to them yeah. when they're really hot. This one did not have that acidity and it had a full bodied flavor of chocolate in it, you know, while hot. So I was like, wow, this is unbelievable. Um, I think that was a really interesting um, coming from this coffee. And I don't think I think we've only had maybe one other Burundi. Yeah. Possibly. So we can't use um, the same title from that. From that <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't. So I think it's a great coffee. And again, at 1250, 1250, That's at 1250, amazing. this is an incredible buy. I would advise anybody out there who is looking to step that coffee game up a little bit. Um, and it's not, you know, wanting to shell out $20 per bag to, yeah. to jump onto something like this because you cannot miss with this brew. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I, all your points are stolen from my review. So <laughs> that's a lie. I did. I only stole the marshmallow. <clears throat> that's because it was spot on. And my palate is unbelievable. Shout out to Dave Hardy's palate because he must've tasted these two coffees and said, man, they got to get this on the show. Cause we, I don't know. Was broad porch on your list? No. I told you, I've never heard of this company. Yeah, so I haven't, I haven't, you know, and I try so. to scour the interwebs every week for new shops and I have not seen them. Dave, Dave must've tasted. So he's definitely on, he's definitely on another level for, for coffee tasting. Cause this, he nailed a, a banger with this one right out of the bag. It, it has a, a bold earthy smell to it. And that's, you know, with a lot of coffees, it's, it's, it's very traditional. I mean, it just tastes like a really good, you know, full coffee, mm-hmm. um, but no, I didn't get any sweet smells out of the bag at all that I normally would get with with maybe, you know, an Ethiopian or something right. else along those lines. I always do uh, the Just the Drip Holy Grail um, 15 to 1, and I use the French press with the Manual 3. Uh, right after the brew, it's it's definitely got that earthy, bold uh, scent, but now is when I got the the roasted marshmallow. And I didn't want to say just marshmallow because it definitely had, it had that campfire roasted marshmallow scent to me. Gotcha. And it was, and I don't know if that's because the campfire takes away some of the sweet smell of the marshmallow and like just, uh, you know. It, it yeah, I think that's all, that's possible. If, if Broad Porch wants to go ahead and add marshmallow, roasted marshmallow to the tasting notes, give us a shout out at tasting notes at justadrip.com. Um, licensing fees may apply. Li- licensing fee may apply. We you, just just probably going to take twenty five percent of of <laughs> the publishing for this bag. Um, a lot of times I will do I will do a a a brew and I'll get that piney scent 
out of out of the coffee. I don't get that here, not even a little bit. So it's it was great. Uh, first taste, you you hit it there. First taste on a lot of coffees has a an, an acidic piece that you normally it will go away once the coffee starts to cool. This had none of that. How they how yeah. they were able to, I don't know if that's the beans they're sourcing or if it's the roasting process, but they completely remove any of that that initial acid punch that you'll get with yeah. a lot of coffees. Um, semi-sweet, I did not get chocolate um, out of this here. I okay. definitely got Interesting. floral tropical sweetness. Um, I did not grow up uh, on honeysuckle. So I can't, I mean, I, I know honey and I've had honey and I've had honey combs, like, you know, where they Jesus. sell the little combs and you chew them and whatever, but. Oh, I thought you were talking about honeycomb cereal. Cause that was the fire too. No, that's like not, that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the actual. Um, I am. They actually sell little packets of like honey they combs do. now. And you can that shit is expensive. Thing. It is very expensive. Do you think the bees are getting, um, licensing fees on that? Nah, they ain't getting shit. No, they get, Monsanto. They get free the rent. They get free rent. Uh, so yeah, I got, I think right off the brew it, this is incredible. And it, this one, what's, what's shocking to me is that, and, and I think I need to just wipe this from my, my mind. When I think of light, medium, dark roast, I always, I always think of those pieces in terms of strength of the coffee. Okay. Growing, you know, growing up before we started doing this podcast, I was like, oh, you know, I really don't want a dark roast cause it's going to be heavy and, in you know, kind of burnt, whatever. Not saying that this one's burnt at all, but this is a light roast. When when I did the the pour on this one in the French press, man, some of these we've had is is tea like. This does not fit that profile. I agree. On the on the manual because it's made of glass, that double wall glass. I could barely see through the brew when I was done. So yeah, it's, it's dark. It's definitely a a dark full flavor i mean it, the extraction i was able to get out of the of the french press or the the french press was was incredible i think it was interesting that it says it's a light roast i would i would have thought just seeing the beans that, that it was a medium roast in the least same same and it it's just you know going through going through the tasting and all that and all that good stuff it was just you know i'm i'm blown away kind of like what you said this this bag in some of the vegas some of the Vegas markets here. Um, I, I definitely think you're 15 to $18 a bag for the I, same, I agree. for the same coffee. I agree. Um, and the cool down, the cool down loses, uh, loses some of the sweet flavors. It loses that, that fruit floral punch. Uh, but do it's you still, think so? I do. Interesting. When it okay. cools for me, I don't get, I don't get as much of the, as the tropical fruit, um, taste that I get right out of the, right, right off the hot press. Um, but it still has tons of flavor, tons of just traditional coffee flavor on, on the cool down. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's really good. So yeah, I, I, I can't thank Dave enough for finding this. And in, in honestly, on a, on a truly honest level, if you hit us up on social media, um, if, if you want to send us bags of coffee from your local roaster, uh, we will definitely try it, but as long as it's paid for, I know Dave bought these bags. He does not work for Broad Porch. We just don't want to review free coffee. 
If that yeah, you know, sense. that's interesting. I guess this would be our first bag of coffee we've reviewed that we have not paid for. This is true. This is true. So I, just I didn't. To- I didn't realize that until you just said that. Um, yeah, you know, we enjoy coming out of pocket, you know, and depleting our funds to bring you guys this information. Of course. Of course. Well, and seriously, and you though, feel good too. Giving back. Shout my- out. Go ahead. Yeah. Absolutely. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No. I want to give. I want to give to the people that you know. I. I don't want to. I don't want to just get free coffee and then tell people what I think. I would. I feel like I'm part of the process. You're part of the process of contributing to great coffee, you know, for the same reason that we've said in the news, how many times they're trying to figure out this fair trade payment system with the farmers to pay Mm. an accurate livable fee for the sourced green beans. I feel like we should pay for an, you know, an accurate level of money for the roast we're getting. I just think this this particular shop is, they could definitely charge more because this coffee's fire. Yeah, that's you know that's a great point. I I actually don't give a damn about paying good money for good coffee. That's, that's something I enjoy doing, and I think when you really take a minute to step back and and look at what goes into a good cup of coffee, whether you know, and this is going to sound so community driven, you know, quotations around that, but from what the farmers are doing, um, you know, with these to to just create and and grow and you know with the conditions going on and 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 bring these these amazing one-offs that you get you know that are not just a seasonal coffee that's going to be thrown into a blend you know as a house brew but a lot of these times you know getting things like whether it's a geisha um, a lot of these beans that come out of costa rica ethiopia and you know you might just get it this season and never taste that coffee again you know it's it it really does fall into the realm of you know, wines and, and beer and things like that. And then, it, you know, it has to get into the hands of somebody that knows what they're doing when they're roasting or it could be all for not, you know? Yeah. And then you have to go to the next step and it has to go into the hands of somebody who knows how to prepare the coffee, not just throw it into a machine. that's going to give you just the most average experience. So um, I have no problem paying good money for good coffee. Even when you pay good money for good coffee, it still costs less than going to a big box brand drive through every single day. Yeah. So I have no problem with doing that. Um, and again, just going real, going back to real quick to broad porch. Um, this is a great entry level. Not that it means their flavor is entry level, but the, it's so affordable at 12 something a bag. They might have to raise their prices after this uh, review. Um, but at 11 and 12 something a bag, like I'm seeing on their website, they're making phenomenal coffee. So yeah. give them a try. And can't say it enough, just like Georgia said several times, shout outs to the homie Dave Hardy. Thank you very much for sending this bag over. Uh, see what you're doing, man. And uh, we're all going to have to sit down and have coffee. I think he's coming out this summer. Oh, um, that'd be awesome. As usual. So, yeah, we'll sit down and chop it up. I like it. I like it. You can You can find this coffee online at... Oh, and I got the website, broadporchcoffee.com. I know it's a shocker, um, Broad Porch Coffee. As soon as you start typing it in, it'll it'll find it. Um, one of the things they do have, and I haven't seen this yet, is they offer a discount for people going to their their physical location. If they bring their own cups, it's an effort for them to try and cut down on waste so they're not giving out a ton of paper cups. Are they doing that during COVID times? Is COVID officially over? Some places the weren't, weren't taking yes. Okay. The, the official answer is yes, and it okay. has been for quite some time, uh, since January twentieth. If you're if you're taking notes, but 
if you bring your coffee cup with you, it says here that now I don't, it doesn't say how much of a discount you get, but they're going to give anything off of discount on this coffee is phenomenal. So I thought that was, I thought that was. Tell cool. them just the drip sent you. Oh yeah. Tell them. Then they're going to say, huh? And they was like, oh yeah, them. <laughs> and they, we canceled them last week. <laughs> oh yeah. Greg and them. <laughs> <laughs> Greg and them. <laughs> I would laugh uh, ass off if the, if the barista said, "Oh, they they my man's," or how, however however that goes. <laughs> however up. that goes. Uh, and that's and I think that's a phenomenal review. I I agree. As usual, we did it again. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> George, what? You ready for this news? Ladies and gentlemen, here is the news. Hell yeah. All right. Looks like you're leading off here. Well, what the hell just happened here? Oh, there we go. All, All right. right. Uh, in the news here, Crove launches. What the hell is going on with my shit? One of your links like totally crashed my whole shit. Wait, my links? Yeah, I'm blaming you. The hell? You're out All of right. control. There's a company called Crove, and they have launched something called a Brewler. Oh. Uh, I know that might sound funny to you, but when you when you it grind is. your beans, they've got uh, a grind ruler for your when you're brewing your coffee. I think it's funny as hell. They trademark Brewler, so they got they got that that on there. Uh, when you when you say. get your beans out and you and you grind them down. Uh, they will tell you the grind size of from from a micron range. I don't know who this helps, at least on our level of brewing. But I mean, I, I guess I'm I'm looking at how they're measuring right now, and they're they're they did a they did a grind, and they spread it out like the, in a line, and then they're holding the brewer up to it to try and so. figure out. Here's what I think this is going to be good for. Okay. It's going to be good for people that compete in brewing competitions that are going to need to dial in their exact grind um, for their specific recipes. And I think it's probably going to be good for people that own shops um, and that are going to be calibrating their grinders for, you know, like for mostly like espresso or pour overs. So this is definitely for, I just, it's a wild, it's a wild setup because you really got to eyeball. They, they've got like, yeah. a, what do you call that? Half tone? It's like a half tone ruler all the way across. And then, yeah, but it's, dots. it's like, it's perforated literally, isn't it? Or is that dot a print? Uh, that's a, it looks like question. a perforation. I think, I think you're right. I think it is perforated. So it's almost like if you can sift it through that hole, that's the size that it is. Right. That's fantastic. The microgram or whatever the hell that that is. Listen, this is, you know, it reminds me of when I was in school uh, in college and we had to get these weird rulers to measure type and all these things. And thank God for technology. That's a lot of work. I don't see the average person using one of these. Um, I mean, look, you can measure from whole bean size all the way down to the finest of espresso. Shit's crazy. Yeah, I won't be buying that anytime soon, but no. I think that's pretty cool. And it's probably, it's probably, you know, they could probably make some decent money off of it. It looks like a pretty simple thing. 
It's just a matter of making sure those somebody had to yeah put in the work to make those measurements correct. Yeah, somebody somebody asked for it. Uh, Especially coffee glassware and accessory. (laughs) Somebody did ask for it. Has added a new quick reference tool to its line of coffee refinement equipment called the Bruler. The slim instrument provides a visual guide for ascertaining the particular the particle size of ground coffee, the size of whole green or roasted beans, and other information. The Bruler is a thin ruler made of stainless steel with holes. It is all perforated with small holes of graduating size moving from left to right. That shows diameters of whole beans along with grind particle size. So it's if if you're a shop owner listening to this podcast, which probably most are, uh, definitely go out and pick up your your Bruler. Uh, they are online at uh, Crove, I think com. Yeah, the Crove website, and they're fourteen ninety nine each. So oh, okay. Get your get your brew. I think that's pretty affordable if you're at that professional level of whether it's competition or coffee shop owner or barista. I don't think this is in. This is just. I'm not a, a stainless steel worker by any means, but I would think it'd be really hard to make that perforation for the grind size, because I mean those are tiny holes, and it gradually how how you keep the how you keep the integrity of the stainless steel at that thin of a ruler and yeah, still I punch don't all know. those holes in it. That's wild. Is it maybe some type of some type of alloy? I don't know. I, I'm I'm not an expert on the strength of stainless steel at various I'm, levels and perforations. I'm guessing some laser technology probably from out of this world. So it's incredible. Go get one. <laughs> Next up in the news, uh, for the first time in history of our lives, the coffee borer was found mm. in the Hawaiian island of, is that Kauai? Yes, sir. Good. I said it right. Um, coffee's greatest living pest, the coffee berry borer, the CBB, sounds like a gang, uh, <laughs> has discovered, <laughs> has been discovered for the first time in Hawaii uh, on the island of Kauai, home of the largest coffee farm in the United States. That's pretty massive. That's pretty interesting that they had to, you know, put the modifier of United States on there because, I mean, obviously, where else is there going to be coffee farms in the United States? There's those weird ones in California that we talked about, like the indoor ones, and I think there's another a ranch, remember, that's supposed to have a coffee farm. But, I mean, I mean of course, it's need, the largest coffee farm in the United States. Yeah, Northern Cali, I would definitely think maybe Colorado just because of the elevation. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know it gets so damn cold. cold. Yeah. It's not going to keep yeah. that that year-round temperature. Anyway, so I just wanted to talk trash real um, quick. There is a nasty-ass <laughs> picture in here of the larvas where the where the borer has inseminated oh. a, a cascara bean. And oh, and I see that. That is interesting. Took, yeah. So imagine you got a coffee farm, and these are these are infested. It will destroy your whole crop. That son of a bitch! This dude came, coming for our coffee. Yeah, the larva, the larva of these things actually eats on the green bean inside the cascara. They cut right down the middle of this bad boy, and you could see how the bean is just—is uh, it mincerated? I'm offended. Yeah, from from all these bugs. So the um, the boar, this damn uh, coffee berry boar, the CBB, uh, the CWB gang needs to. I don't know so- how you get rid of them. This is interesting. Obviously, you don't. It looks like it says um, 
in the state of Hawaii were strict green coffee quarantining measures. That's a hard sentence to say. Are in effect for various islands. The pest was first discovered on the island of Hawaii in 2010, on the island of Oahu in 2014, and then Maui in 2016. So it was just slowly making its way across. Yeah, this is this can be bad. Uh, CBB. Well, here's the thing. I'd honestly, this is going to sound mean. I've never really had much coffee from Hawaii that I thought was great. <laughs> they put that name Kona on it, and then everybody buys it. Every tourist buys it. They're like, oh, I got Kona coffee from Hawaii. I have not had good Kona coffee. Just yeah. want to put that out there. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm sure I'm it not, exists. I'm, not, I'm sure it exists. I've just never that, had it. Yeah, I've, I would need to... I would need to do some research on on that and maybe I, – I, have we done that? I feel like we've done an episode. I don't think we've done Kona coffee. Um, I guess we could do it. I, I'm i going to be really concerned as we do it, but sure. Yeah. Am I am I going to be drinking some larva? <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, I'd be, you have to crack every bean open before you. Ooh. It's like a marshmallow surprise on the inside, the little soft pupae. Yep. Yep. Oh, this looks like I'm off. next up, George. You've yep. been talking too much. Um. <laughs> George, this is going to affect your morning ritual of going to McDonald's. Uh, McDonald's is changing its coffee cups to promote the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, so now for you, you people that go to McDonald's and you get, you know, one of those delicious cups of coffee, um, you're going to now be met with a message on your cup. Beginning in July, well, July, they're taking their sweet time. The United States will see redesigned McCafe cups and delivery seal stickers that feature we can do this a slogan created by the u.s department of health and human services to promote vaccine confidence quick question how long did they brew pun intended over the options to arrive at we can do this a lot i think a lot of money went into that that's what makes me mad I, that would have been, I would, that would have, I would have said that two minutes into the meeting. I was like, how about we can do this? And they said, mm, we'll table that and we'll circle back later. And then we'd go through a hundred iterations of different slogans. And then some art director would go, oh, we can do this. And they would say, oh, voila. And I say, but I said that. And they'd be like, oh, we don't remember. That's just how life goes as a creative. I hate that term creative, by the way. But to, um, we can do this. And they're trying to say that's a slogan. Get out of here. Get out of here. Um, yeah. It also includes a website address, vaccines.gov.gov, that directs people to nearby appointments and safety information. Javier Bessera, the Health and Human Services Secretary, said in a statement that the public-private partnership will be able to get trusted information about vaccines when they grab a cup of coffee or order a meal. This effort, and I did highlight this, this effort will help more people make informed decisions about their health. I already know why you highlighted it. Yeah. You're going to McDonald's. You have zero (laughs) informed decisions about, is it going to tell people stop eating fast food? I love it. The absolute level of hypocrisy here is just unfucking believable. It is great. And I didn't want to step on your, your, uh, your highlight. You knew where I I was already headed with this shit. Exactly. Um, buy, and steps they can take to protect themselves and their communities, he added. So, you listen, can I buy th- a McDonald's cheeseburger and you can let that bad boy sit outside for months wrapped up in a container so that bugs and stuff can't get to it. When you unwrap it, the bun will not be moldy 
Nope. And the meat will not have turned. It may get hard because it loses moisture, but nothing will decay in that burger. It's it's because it's a McSanto cheeseburger. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that, you know it's, what it's just what? It, if you regularly eat McDonald's, you ain't got to worry about COVID. Your body, your body processes some shit. That's a good point. Maybe, maybe fast food is the key. Well, unless you're, because you've got Roundup in your blood and it'll just kill the COVID as soon as it shows up. Bam. Haven't thought about that, George. I like that angle. You're welcome. (laughs) Take that. Uh, George, this one's for you and your brethren. Um, I see a donut. (laughs) PBR in Intenman's wants you to try pairing hard coffee and donuts. Stop it. Um, Now, listen. I'm here's I'm just before I before I you know start ranting here. Um, when I was a kid, I remember there'd be these Intamins. God, what was it? It was like this giant bear claw you could buy in this box, and you could just slice it up. And that was my favorite thing from Intamins. Intamins had that little windmill on the cover, blue and white packaging. Uh, so I'm really upset about them pairing up with PBR here. Um, I'm assuming that. Um, both Intamins and PBR probably have lost a lot of market share in their uh, respective, I guess, industries. So this is a wonderful marketing comparison. That being said, I do not, uh, you know, that Mr. Black was the first coffee with liquor flavor that I've ever actually been okay with. I can't see taking a hard coffee out of a can made by Pabst Blue Ribbon and then pairing that with donuts. I mean, maybe at three in the morning after I've drank a whole lot of other shit. I, this hard liquor craze that's going on with the seltzers and all this stuff. <sighs> Isn't that uh, crazy? Coors Light hard seltzer doesn't even make sense. There's we we reviewed it and or not, we review it or I think we talked about it. Um, there's a there's a coffee brand and I'm like drawing a blank on it right now, but it's. It's tasty, and this this shit's got like a six percent alcohol content in it. Oh yeah, it was at your two years ago at your birthday yeah. party, right at the pool. Yeah, in my I think I chugged uh, a couple. I think I was T about Money, four drinks deep already. T Money brought them over. Yeah, and they're they're tasty, but the sugar content in these things. Yes, you need to cut it with with definitely some ice. Let that ice melt a little bit, and then stir it up. And maybe some more cream or something too to take that sugar down a bit, or maybe some more coffee in there. Is it called agave or something like that? Whatever it is. I can't remember. It's like spiked. It's like spiked. But I'm telling you, I didn't drink it until after I'd already had like four beers. So I think that played a part in it being more enjoyable at the time. So I'm shocked that you knew what Intamins was because I've never heard of Intamins. Yeah. Well, you know, when you're 58, like me, you're familiar with all the old pastry brands. Um, George, let me wrap this up by saying consumers who buy one eight count of Intamin's donuts and one four pack of PBR hard coffee using the national digital rebate in participating states will save $4 and be rewarded for double fisting as they should to get your rebate text PBRDNT to 262-600-2622. From there, you'll be asked to submit your receipts to get your Venmo or PayPal credit. This offer is good until June 30th. This is the second time I've heard the use of Venmo in conjunction with a liquor brand offering. A rebate. Yeah. A friend of mine is a rep for, uh, 805 locally. Mm -hmm. And they were Venmoing the cost of a beer back to 
it, it was, it, I actually did, I did a little design for them. Uh, oh, okay. What, Rich gang. Designers were, yeah. The designers were busy or something. They, they didn't have time to turn it around. He just needed one of the things updated. So, but they were putting these in tabletop scanning things with a QR code. If you scan okay. the QR code and you sent a copy of your receipt to, you know, like this 80925, they would, if you sent your Venmo name, they would actually Venmo you like $4 or whatever, the, the cost of a beer. Mm-hmm. So they will, will buy you a beer. So they, they got the money back and you can only do it once from each Venmo account and you have to prove the purchase and all that stuff. I It's cool. Yeah. And they're handing out, they're handing out real money, but they're, you know, works. I think I agree. I think it is pretty cool if you're into PBR or hard coffee or Intamin's donuts. Um, get your hands on that rebate money. Sounds like you know all about them Intamin's. <sighs> I've been known to be intimate time to time. <laughs> Love factor. George, I threw one last. Uh, I threw one last uh, piece of news in here because I just thought about it while I was sitting here. Um, I can't wait till we get that sponsorship bag from Fellows. Uh, yeah, you know I have good and bad about them. Um, so I'll start with the good. Uh, they put out a French press. Um, it looks like it matches their uh, kettle set pretty well. As a matter of fact, you can even buy a bundle of their French press, the Clara, um, with their uh, with their kettle. Uh, looks like a pretty cool piece of equipment. Starts at ninety nine dollars. The higher end model with the walnut handle is a buck twenty nine. Uh, so I guess if you're in the mood for a new French press or need one, I was thinking about getting one just cause I like the matching set, which is sad, but that visual I think is pretty awesome. Yeah. That's a good looking, that's a good looking piece of. Now I'll tell you, I'll tell you the bad news. Um, I complained about my, I think it's called the Atmos, the sealable container for the coffee beans. Right. And I messaged them a couple weeks after getting it cause the seal wasn't staying. The guy's like, yeah, you, you know, Open it up, clean it out, and remember, it's not for ground coffee. You can only use it for whole bean coffee. Mm. And I was like, oh, well, A, the website doesn't say that. And B, um, I did that. I cleaned it out. And so I was like, you know what? I've got some whole beans I need to keep in there. I'm going to do that. Eh. Seal still doesn't work. Still releases after a day or two. Really? I'm yeah, so if I'm not using bucks. that thing every day, and yeah. I only, and the only reason I tried it was because I was like, you know what? I need to bump up the free shipping, you know. So let me throw something else in there, get the free shipping and I'll go for it. The only thing I would like to see on, on this device or this, this Atmos vacuum canister is when I pour those beans in there, I need, I need to know what bean is in there. Like I, because I like these resealable bags oh, of coffee we buy. Yeah. I keep the, I keep the coffee in the bag. Now that look around here, we brew coffee every day. So the bags don't last that long. I'm not right. worried about I'm not worried about coffee sitting around and getting used. But this this particular thing here, if it had a little maybe like a dry eraser or something like that, you could write the brand of the coffee on it. I could see that. And then and then uh, you know, maybe maybe a brew date. I mean I, the coffee ain't gonna last long enough for me to care about that anyway, but at least I would know, oh, this is you know, this is the coffee in there. Yeah. It's cool. It it it's a cool looking device, but you said this bad boy here ain't ain't holding its vacuum. The seal's not staying, so you know, hey, I can't sit here and say for sure if they're all you know defective. You know, maybe I just have a defective one. Um, yeah, definitely not worth it. Just keep your stuff in bags, even if I have to use a plastic bag, which I know doesn't breathe like the valve bags do. 
Um, I'm not going to have the coffee for that long anyway, so I'm going to run through it. I just thought it was a nice looking piece. It'd be something to hold some Lucy's in, you know what I mean? Some Lucy's. You know, <laughs> throw some Lucy's up in there. You put your cigarettes in there? <laughs> Smoking a few right after the podcast. That's great. Well, that, that rounds out the news. Yeah. So it looks like you have some shout outs here. I don't have any shout outs. Don't really care about anybody or anything. So go for it. I'm shouting and I'm out in here. Uh, We talked about it earlier. Shout out to Dave Hardy. Mm. Uh, Now he's kind of both our friends. It's because, you know. Yeah, kind of. He talks to me. Doesn't really get to talk to Greg that much because Greg's hard to find. Um, So hold on real quick, George. I just want to let you know, uh, this this move right here is cultural appropriation. I'm stealing your friends. You're stealing yet another one of my white <laughs> friends, and I'm 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 really upset about it. You're like, oh, my I black friend, totally my black friend it. has a white friend. I'm taking his white friend. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Definitely a shout out to uh, the beat. It was the Beat Coffee Shop. We already said it earlier. Yeah, uh, it's no longer the Beat. It's actually we got to go down there for lunch because they yeah. What is it? Nice. It's a it's like a brew pub. Kind of thing, but hmm. they have some phenomenal beers on tap. Okay, I'm some down. Phen- really, really good craft IPA type stuffs. Uh, good stuff. You can follow Dave. Oh, who did you get his permission sp- for this? Maybe he doesn't no. want people following him. No, you finna, you finna follow. His account is public, so I ain't doing anything <laughs> that you can't do on your own. Uh, you can follow Dave at D underscore. Lee Sester, Leicester, I, I think that's funny because I never thought about. I don't even listen. I know his name's Dave Hardy, so I don't know what the Leicester part is or Leicester. Well, we're gonna put it in the show notes so you can go follow Dave <laughs> and all of his and all of his coffee shenanigans. Uh, but definitely, thank you. He sent us two bags: a Burundi and a Costa Rica. Um, and I'm I'm probably gonna do the same. I'm gonna do the same uh, process on the other one because I want to taste. I want to taste what this other bag's doing. Um, and then, uh, quick shout hold out. Hold on, to, hold on real, real quick, real quick with Dave Hardy. Just want to let you guys know the dude is not just a, uh, coffee bro, but, um, he's also a professor. If I'm not mistaken, that might be his level at, I think it's James Madison university out oh, there in Harrisonburg. Uh, this, not. this guy is about as design savvy. I mean, this dude is in the minutia of the details of design and he's, He's just a, he's a really bright dude. Um, so just be ready for, for some of that in his feed. And oh, lo and behold, he's married with children. Uh, great guy. You're welcome. Uh, and also he's in the Just the Drip intern program. Uh, and program. <laughs> if you would like to join the Just the Drip intern program, you can hit us up at interns at justthedrip.com. $200 application fee. Ooh, yeah. Uh, we, you can send it to us in Venmo. <laughs> uh, next up, next up, I just want to give a shout out to a local spot. Um, I, I love mom and pop type food spots that, that aren't part of any, any big chains. Uh, there's a place down the street from me, uh, babe's kitchen. And it was, I was shocked to see that they've been around for seven months when oh. I just saw, I just saw their, their, uh, signage two weeks ago. And then we're like, baby, I told wife, we got to go try this place out. Um, I didn't realize that there's a dude dressed as a cow on the corner. Oh. And that's, that's actually an, an advertisement for Babe's Kitchen. Why is he dressed as a cow? I have no idea. And it didn't, I thought it was something to do with Starbucks. 
Yeah, I would like that's I think of like just milk right away. Because there's, that's cause some there's a Starbucks on the corner. So I didn't really understand that. But the cool part went in there. Um, nothing is frozen. None of the pieces. All the meat is fresh from the butcher. All the fruits and veggies and everything are from farmer's market. She said they did source um, a lot of their stuff from from Costco's, um, you know, fruit and vegetable areas. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. The other thing too, if you're, really I mean, into, don't, I'm not trying to dog them out, but sourcing from Costco. I don't know. I, I, I'm not I saying it's bad. I'm just saying, I just yeah. never would think of that as a talking point. Costco got some good ass meat. I don't I'm know not, do- it's, again, I'm not dogging it out. I just think it's weird. That'd be like me saying, yeah, I sourced from whole foods. Like, yeah. yeah. Hey, people don't have money to source from whole foods. I know, but okay, never mind. You're right. I should have said, I should have said anything. I apologize. 20, 2021 masks off. Keep your mouth shut. Molly Parker said. All you mouth breathers. You know what? By the way, some people, I wish some people would keep the masks on. (laughs) Todd had a very good point. Because some, you're seeing some of these masks off and you're like, you're seeing just how, yeah. Okay. Never mind. Well, uh, that's how they have, they have a fresh juicer. Uh, for those that like the juicing process, uh, I ordered something called a Malibu. They had every fruit that sounded fantastic to me. Pineapple, oranges, uh, banana, like all all those wrapped into one. And let me tell you, that thing was delicious. So it's mm. not, they're not buying a thing of fruit juice. They've got a whole section with tons of fruit. And then they have these recipes already done up. So you can, I enjoyed coffee, which I should have asked them where they're, where they're getting their coffee from, but I'm going to assume it's probably something from Costco. Uh, but the live, the live fresh fruiting juicing process was a great touch. And so that being said, again, let's go back to this. So they source it from Costco. Are they doing like a wholesale program with Costco? I'm assuming, or are they the people like I go in Costco, I try to grab a couple of mangoes and they done took them all. I don't think so because there's a there's a business account that you can have. Yes, um, that's why I was Costco, asking. And I think they get to go like an hour earlier. But I, I'm assuming they get the same mangoes that you and I could buy. But at least they're buying the fresh shit. It's not like they're not buying frozen bags of mangoes. Right. So you got a problem so. with frozen fruit? Yeah, yeah, okay. I do. Just asking. Yeah, do, as a matter of fact, processed all the shit. shit. I, I only I only eat the freshest natural fruits and berries. <laughs> Only to, what did Dave Chappelle say? <laughs> uh, only drink the finest. Okay, I'm done. It's the finest Cambodian, the Cambodian breast milk. Breast milk. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, that's, yeah, we got to end this, bro. I promise you guys. Episode 68. Yeah, I promise you, you, you guys will be hearing this episode before June comes. I promise that I'm going to get these things cranked out. <laughs> Um, start listening more. We need to get those downloads up. I'm tired of y'all flaking. Don't just because I flake doesn't mean just because I flake on getting the episodes published doesn't mean you flake on listening. Go back, listen to some of the old ones again. For those, we need to. The reviews are what's going to get us pumped up in mm. the the Apple App Store for podcasts. So review us. Even if you tell us we're terrible, yeah. at least it's a review. Yeah, and we get some and to our, some, our to double B. Double B with a bad breath up in uh, Portland. Uh, please leave another review. Those are very entertaining. <laughs> I can't wait till we shots fired. If you're down with Double B as a staff, as a record label, and as a crew, 
I know I got to get, I got to get the soundboard up to date on this thing. <laughs> so I can get my Joe Budden gun Double B bad breath up in Portland. I love it. That's fun. <laughs> I'm funny. All right, y'all, we out. Thank you for listening to another amazing episode of Just the Drip. You could follow and tag us on social media at It's Just the Drip. Tell everyone to search and subscribe to Just the Drip on iTunes, Spotify, Pocket Cast, or any other of your favorite podcasting apps. Have a great week and don't forget to keep dripping.